This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Miss Mary Fitzgerald. Hello. What is going on, Mary? How are you today? What's going on in LA? Um, I am doing well, just uh, getting ready for, for the season to launch. Everything's super crazy right now. I'm getting ready to do the, um, the reunion going to be interesting, fun, scary, something. <laughs> we have to talk about all of that. I mean, I have to say like, you know, Selling Sunset season five, it is here. How did we get here? Right? It is incredible. I did not think it was going to go this far. We were so excited um, just to get to season three. We thought, oh my God, if we get to season three, we made it. And now we're on five and and you know it's just it's incredible we're like, so lucky did you ever think that when you took a job as a real estate agent working for your friend jason oppenheim at the o group that you would be a reality tv star no oh my god i thought it was super cool that i just got to work with my friends i mean how often does that happen and now i get to work with my friends and be on this incredible journey so and we're all doing it together and get to experience. It's just like once in a lifetime kind of opportunity. For real. Well, before we get to season five, and let me tell you, I figured, you know, I was talking to you. Let me sit down and like skim through episode one, skim through episode two, just so I would be a little prepared. Yeah. Doesn't ever work that way. I watched all 10 episodes (laughs) back to back to back. And I'm like, how does this show just keep getting better every freaking season? I can't yeah. look away. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I think it comes down to our producers, I think. I mean, they're incredible. We're, we're so lucky to have such a great team and and apparently we're not boring. So 
Uh, <laughs> so it's like, it's good entertainment. You guys are far from boring, but you know, I would assume like this is good for business, right? Like your day job of being a real estate agent, like this has truly been good for business. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's been incredible. Um, I would say, I mean, most of my business always came from referrals and now I would say it's half referrals, half from the show. Really? So like the other, the part that's referrals is there and what people- it's still there, but I mean, COVID did, um, uh, kind of prolong closings for, for the referrals because some of them, I have a couple of different people for big, um, investment properties from London. And so those have been a bit delayed when they couldn't come over, stuff like that. So that got a little delayed, but it's definitely brought in a lot of business, um, I'm actually working with someone right now on, on a pretty big thing. He reached out and, and it's due to the show too. And so what, like people will just email and say, Hey Mary, I watch Selling Sunset and I love the show. And by the way, you seem like the best one on there. And I'd like to hire you as my pretty broker. much. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's pretty much how it works. <laughs> Do you get a lot of the opposite? Like people that reach out and you're just like, listen, you're not serious. You're just a fan of the show. You just want to say hi. Does that happen? Or? Yes, it does. Um, but we vet everybody. If, I mean, uh, for instance, like this, this guy, I was like, okay, I need to see either proof of funds or, or your prequel letter or something like that. And I always start with that. I'm not going to take somebody out unless I have them verified. Um, but sometimes they're just Googleable. And so, and that's typically the first thing to do. Um, and so I just responded back super fast. It was right before I went to bed and, and I just responded back. And then I looked him up. I was like, Oh, well, I don't think I need that. <laughs> I don't think I need for the funds. Um, but there's, there's some other people where we look them up and, and do a lot of digging and we'll even have to, even if they send proof of funds, we'll have to send it to our, our lender and have them like do a second vetting process with the bank that that they sent it from because sometimes you can it looks pretty good but you're like uh, I don't know about that and so we have them double verify to make sure that that name and that par- partial sometimes they'll just do a partial account number black out the rest but that name and that and that amount exists in their system do you do that like extra, like, do you do that for everybody or is it more from people that say they saw the show? I mean, maybe I'm just a cynical New Yorker. I do for, no, everybody really? now, everybody. Cause a lot of people will just act like they're like, oh no, I haven't seen the show. And then later you find out they're like, okay, maybe I have. But, and then to open houses and everything. I mean, you have people coming in and sometimes you can tell where they'll kind of just linger around and, and you're like, okay, they're like, so I just try to make small talk and it, that's fine. I don't mind it as long as they're friendly, they're not creepy and you're not interrupting a conversation with a real buyer. Um, right. I'm happy to take photos and, and people come outside of our office all day long and we'll walk out, take selfies with them. Um, and that's totally fine. As long as it doesn't get in the way of business, I'm, I'm cool with it. Listen, Mary, we know that you're all about the business, which... <laughs> We're going to talk about that in a minute. Now, how was season five different for you? Like, was this season, like filming this season different in some respects? Have you seen it yet? 
I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen the whole yeah. thing. So, I mean, I okay. do know we're going to get into the fact that Mary okay. is now the boss. Uh, yeah, it was different for sure. Um, I I thought it was interesting. I don't know exactly um, if it was better or worse because it, it was just difficult at certain times. I love it. I love having um, the promotion and the opportunity, but at the same time, it was very, very difficult for me uh, because I'm so close with so many of the girls um, to have to not have an opinion and to remove myself from situations where as, as Mary and their friend, I have something to say. I want to, to defend my friend or back them up or, or like say something. But as the boss now, I'm not allowed to, I have to stay neutral. So, and just think about what's best for the brokerage. How do I de-escalate this? Um, but personally, I would be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so I, it was difficult, but, but it's good. It probably helps me that I don't get myself in trouble by saying too much. <laughs> like I have to shut up. When Jason offered you this job, you know, to basically it's a promotion and like to like basically run and oversee the office. Like, did any part of you contemplate it? You know, did you think like, wait, maybe there are some negatives to this job that I'm about to take? Yeah. Well, Romain, I can't remember if our conversation was on there or not. Cause I just watched it, but we were in control. I, I think it was a lot of attention. Um, but we, cause we were planning to do um, the embryo freezing. Uh, and right. it's been so delayed. We're actually doing it right now. I'm going back in tomorrow for another test and stuff. But um, but we had to delay it again because there's simply not enough time to do it. We were already both so busy. And then now bringing this on, now I have to help everybody else. And I'm on the phone with everybody talking to them about, oh, hey, this is, I got this listing and I'll know, what do you think? And and there's conflict on this, like, what do I do? And, and so I'm on the phone, like all the time with, with all the agents, like um, helping them, walking them through stuff and giving my advice. So, so it takes a lot of time. Um, and then just from a personal standpoint, I get calls all the time too, to try to help, help from a personal standpoint, because I'm kind of, I guess, a mediator of sorts. So now, does this job come with like, you know, I imagine just like if you oversee the office, you get like a little percentage of someone's, you know, like when they close the deal, you get something, right? I mean, I know you're a businesswoman and it's all about the money, Mary. Uh, I mean, I, Jason doesn't like me talking about money. I'm not allowed to. Fair enough. Well, I hope <laughs> that you get something out of it. Um Right. I mean, we saw this, you know, I thought it was like a very real conversation, like where you did talk to Romaine and, you know, like, he's like, listen, we don't even have time to see each other now. And, you know, with the embryo freezing, like, how is this? So, I mean, now that you've taken the job, like, has it really been a lot less time to like, folk? I mean, it sounds like it has. Um, yeah, sometimes, because I mean, like, for instance, last night I was on the phone with probably most of the night um and then and then tonight uh, we were gonna go to dinner but then then I'm doing this and then I have a I have to be styled for the reunion after this um I well I did styling last night too but then what went into other options so there's like always stuff going on and so we just really 
we really don't get much one-on-one time together. So we try to do staycations and, and stuff like that, but we always end up going on group trips together and, and stuff. So I'm like, I love spending time with my friends. We both love to, we have so much fun, but it's like, but we don't have time in between just to do something, the two of us. <laughs> and then, so I don't know. Does any but, part of you regret taking the job? No, no, not at all. I mean, I'm, I'm honored to, to be offered the job, to take the job. And I just want to make Jason proud. I love it. Well, you know, out of all these people that you oversee, we have somebody new, Chelsea, we have a new agent. What were your first impressions of Chelsea? So at first, um, I was nervous. I'm kind of mama bear with, um, with bringing anybody into our group because we're kind of a tight knit group, like a family. And, and I'm very, very protective. So I think not only just the fact that Christine was bringing her in, I was like, okay, like, I don't know about this, but you know, I'm not going to judge someone based on who they're friends with. I mean, you can be friends with whoever you want, but um, I don't know, like right from the start, I thought, okay, she's eccentric. She's outgoing. She's got a bubbly personality. Sounded like she had, had a bunch of, um, a bunch of contacts. So that was good. But, um, but over time, I, you know, I was nervous at first, but she's kind of proven herself. I like her. I think she's actually great. Um, she is, she's going to be amazing for the show. She's going to be good for the office and, and for brokerage because she's a hard worker and, and she's driven and she's not, I don't think at least as far as I can tell that she is going to hit below the belt or do anything kind of like shady. She seems to be like a woman empowerment kind of girl, which I think all the rest of us girls are all like really trying to push, like to support each other and to like, you know, lift each other up, not tear each other down. And, and we get enough of that, unfortunately, from one of the cast members and, and, and I just didn't want anybody else to bring in any more negativity. So when she like says to Chriselle, like, listen, you can take me at face value. You know, I am friends with, you know, Christine, yeah. but like, that's, that's all serious. Yeah. She means it. Yeah. And yeah. And I think we've all talked to her. We've all hung out with her outside of, of the office and outside of filming. And she's, she seems like it's such a sweet person, like a wonderful mother and agent. She, she, uh, I think she's going to be great. Well, listen, you know, season five, the more, you know, so much has changed, but sometimes the more things change, the more things stay the same. So the domino effect of Christine alienating, you know, first Chriselle and then Heather. Now we have Amanda, Davina, you like, I mean, does anything Christine does at this point shock you at all? Nope. It doesn't. And when Christine says things like, listen, we've seen scenes where she'll say like, you know, I've changed, you know, every, what about like everything I do where she says like, you know, I never instigate anything that that was a direct quote from this season. I've never instigated anything. I just respond to things. How do we feel about this? I will let the viewers form their own opinion. I mean, I think, I mean, it's, there's, but I mean, if, personally, there's time and time again. I mean, it, it's it's 
shown is proven it has happened so i mean it, it doesn't surprise me but i mean from a personal standpoint i do not believe anything that that she says and 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 because she says she's changed multiple times and then she goes and does something else right afterwards even worse and so i don't believe her and i don't care really to be friends with her at this point um, from a brokerage standpoint, we'll just have to see what happens. That's up to Jason. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I finally got and am finally getting a good night's sleep. Listen, if you think as a self-respecting New Yorker working on this podcast 24-7 with all the stress that comes along with it, that I have gotten a good night's sleep over the past many years, you are sadly mistaken. Well, listen, now I get a good night's sleep and it's all because of Dormeo. If you suffer from any type of achy hips, back, shoulders, anything when you sleep, listen, you have to try the premium mattress topper by Dormeo at a fraction of a cost of a new mattress. A fraction. You can get that new bed feeling without having to buy a new bed. And literally, like for me, it really meant not waking up anymore throughout the whole night with all these aches and pains and I finally sleep well, you guys. Now, of course, Dormeo's mattress topper has a full range of sizes from twin all the way through king. Dormeo has a 10-year warranty, a 100-night risk-free trial, and free shipping. So what do you have to lose? Right now, you can go to dormeo.com slash velvet, and you'll receive 30% off of your Dormeo mattress topper. That's the best offer you'll find anywhere, but you have to go to dormeo.com slash velvet. Remember, with their 10-year warranty and a 100-night risk-free trial, plus free shipping, it's crazy not to give Dormeo a try. That is. What about when someone like Chelsea comes in, you know, and says, listen, you know, I'm just, I'm new. And, you know, yeah, she's my friend, but here I am taking my face value. And, you know, she throws around, you know, I'm in the corner and just from where I'm observing, this seems like mean girls. This seems like bullying. Uh, that's, that's actually, it, I know we saw that and that was just like, 
my jaw dropped when when I saw that because uh, um, obviously she's new, so she doesn't know the history and she doesn't know any details, but we are not mean girls. We never will be. Um, everybody makes mistakes. And I, I think you guys can see like, even with Davina, she personally insulted my husband and me and, and stuff, but she has tried to change. She's, she's shown with her actions that she's changed and, and she's really trying to be more positive and to be you know, not confrontational about things. And so I'm giving her a second chance, a second chance. Like I have no problem with that. Everybody deserves a second to me, even a third chance. Sometimes people don't get it right on a second chance. I mean, if you're trying and you still screw up, but you really gave it a good go, I'll give you a third chance. Not probably after a third, but I mean, but you know, I, I fully believe that we're all human. Like we all make mistakes. We all, you know, have to figure it out. And sometimes it takes time. And, but Christine is just, um, I mean, just every single person I know has the same experiences with her. And even when she says it, we were hoping a pregnancy, we were hoping like uh, things would change, but her actions have never once shown that she's changed. It's only it's only her words that says she is, but she's not showing it. So do you think Davina has changed? You know, she left the brokerage. Now she's back this mm-hmm. season. I mean, it seems to me as a viewer, she has, but yeah, I, I do. I really do. Um, I now trying to get my husband to, to, uh, give her a chance and agree. I was like, babe, like, would you, I really think you should, you should give her a chance and just see like, she really is. He's like, He's like, no, you can do what you want. No, no, no. And, and I was like, but after he watched, because I kept trying to tell him after he watched it and he could see like for himself, he's not in a lot of the scenes where we're talking and he sees how she responds to things now, which is a lot different than before. Um, I think even he was like, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So, but I mean, it, it took a lot of, of self-reflection on her part and a lot of effort to make sure she's not doing the things that she did before that, that really rub people the wrong way. Does he, does Romaine need an apology or just is watching the season enough where he's like, okay, I see Davina's. Yeah, no, he doesn't need an apology. He, um, he just, he just always said he wasn't going to be friends with her. He's like, I don't want to be friends with someone like that. But I think now watching and stuff and seeing the way, I, I mean, he'll always be civil to her and nice, but I think it'll probably help like watching that sh- how much she's really putting in an effort to change. I think it'll probably help how much he's willing to, to open up. I don't think they'll always be besties, but, but <laughs> let's not get carried away now. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, listen, we've seen, you know, we, we, we heard the headlines around the world. We watched it this season, you know, Chriselle and Jason now in keeping, so were you told, I mean, it seems like you were like, you were told about this, like before, like you were in on this secret thing. You were there. I was, but Romaine, can you let the dogs out? Sorry. It's okay. He can come say hi. Somebody. Thank you. We have many appearance by dogs here and tell tell Romaine we say hello. They're they're just happy that you're on here with me, you know. (laughs) Well, right. So now when you, how were you told this, you know, originally you you knew before us as an, you know, as, as the world, when it made headlines, like how were you told and who told you? 
I was not told. I figured it out. Um, I was out with them at Delilah, actually. And um, she got up and went to the bathroom and he was sitting there next to me. And I just like looked at him and I was like, I could just tell. Like there's the way he was looking at her and the way he was acting. I was like, what's going on? And he's like, nothing. Why? I was like, no. Is something happening? He's like, no. You can't lie to me. Fine. Okay. Yes. And, and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And so she comes back and he's like, Mary knows. She's like, you told her? He's like, no, she just knew. And because they just wanted to kind of figure it out for themselves and see where it was going and stuff first, which I think was actually really smart. Um, so then I became a third wheel. Uh, because then, you know, when people watch, if they just see them two together all the time, going out and doing stuff, people are going to catch on. So they're like, Mary, what are you doing tonight? Can we, can we borrow you? And so I was like their third wheel so they could go out together and I could help them keep their secret. So, and then Romaine and I would go with them too, but then sometimes it looked like a double date. So we had to refrain from that. Like, I mean, so Jason doesn't even wait for Chriselle to come back to the table. Like you, once you figure it out, you, you figured it out. Oh, just, yeah, he admitted it. Uh, he can't lie to me. And it was just like you just, I mean, that's pretty good that you figured it out. It just was like in the way he was looking at her, like when she walked away to the bathroom or whatever. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, we're, we're such good friends. We know each other so well that if one of us is even having a bad day or stressed out, we don't have to say anything. It's just kind of like the energy that we're giving or like a, demeanor or something whatever it is we're like what's going on are you okay and i mean even if we're smiling and saying something it's like there's something off so so here you are you know you have this new job at the o group you know you have remain like you have this full life so how often are you now recalled upon by your friends chriselle and jason to be the third wheel like how much time does this take out of is this like are you going on like a date every other night with them are you going on a date like you know I, this sounds like a lot it was at least a couple of times a week for a while that's a yeah, lot probably at least two nights a week um and then sometimes during the day um i would be back in to- Sometimes, like if there was like a lunch date or something, they're like, Mary, can you come? <laughs> wow. Said, that's a lot. I mean, they're two, they're two of my such good friends. So I don't mind. I always had fun. Um, it, it was always a good time, but. So, I mean, you're sitting there, you're at this lunch. Yes, I'm like, I, I have questions about this. <laughs> like, you're at this lunch or at this dinner, like, you know, obviously there's no PDA because they don't want anyone to find out, but like, is there like feelings? Are you just like, guys, I'm sitting right here. Like, you know, you can talk to me too. Is it like a date and you're like kind of watching it just sitting right there? Uh, no, I never felt really uncomfortable or anything. I mean, we're all very like just very close and, and touchy-feely and hang on each other and stuff. We're, we're always very like just friendly. Um, I would say the only time that was a little like awkward was when we were angry and finally they were they were allowed to come out and just like PDA like and, and stuff and we were in the sprint like I think some sprinter van or something and so the seats sit towards each other and they were so excited and so just like all over each other I mean because they finally could do it in public and they were so happy and but they were like 
yeah, I don't know, like two feet from me and just making out. And I was like, oh, I was like, what do I look right now? I was like, I don't know. It was so awkward. But I mean, that, you know, obviously that was just there. They were so just excited to be together and to experience with them to the world. And, and, and I even hate talking about this because they're both still like how it ended, but. I know. I mean, it's just, listen, everyone's like, it was great, like to watch and, you know. Yeah. Was there anyone else in the office that kind of was like, wait a second, this seems weird. Like, did people actually, did anyone else kind of figure it out and confide in you, you know, or was just talking about it and you like then tried to. Romaine and Amanda. Really? Yeah. So I, Romaine knew because I, I'm a really bad liar <laughs> and, uh, and, and I, I can't remember exactly how he figured it out, but, but finally I was like, guys, I have to tell him this is not fair. Like I'm like literally lying to my husband and that's not cool. And then, um, I ended up, they, they were like, okay, okay, but he can't say anything to anybody. Like, we just want to keep this to ourselves for now. And so I told him, he was like, Oh yeah, I figured, I mean, he, cause he's, he's friends with everybody and he's watching it and seeing me go do stuff. And he's like, it was just weird, I guess, to him where he kind of caught on to it. And then Amanda, I don't know how she figured out if she just kind of was intuitive about it or if she, or if they told her, I'm not really sure. Maybe because before everybody too. Maybe because like you and Amanda knew Jason for so long. That's how yeah. you two kind of figured it out. Yeah, we we know him so well. So interesting. Yeah. Were you shocked like when you know this was, you know, like you knew them both for so long? Like, did it shock? Like, because the rest of the world was kind of shocked. Yeah, it it did shock me. I I mean, I just I love both of them and I just didn't want anybody to get hurt. Um, but I was shocked but happy at the same time. I mean if you love two people, like, why wouldn't you love them together? And now I was like, oh my God, now we get to double D, we could do this. I was, I was ecstatic, but I just wanted to make sure, um, because he's like, you know, he's not a relationship kind of guy. And I know that's what she wants, but he was, I mean, he was full, like all in, he, he was very committed to her. So, I mean, he, he surprised me for sure. Like how, how devoted and committed he was. And, and I think always will be really, I mean, at least even as a friend now, I mean, the fact that they just want different things for family going forward, doesn't mean that, that they don't care about each other any less. Was this like the most committed, like you've seen Jason? Oh yeah. By far. Yeah. And do you think, cause I mean, this is the impression that the world gets like as a viewer, like, do you think, you know, if it wasn't for this issue of children, like they would be together? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, there was something out there today. I mean, Jason did some interview where he said, I mean, he said like, yeah, like I still totally am in love with her. And do you think, I mean, maybe they'll get back together? You know, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I would say, I would say probably not. I, I don't know. Probably not because just because I know how much she wants children and, and I know 
he's not going to be ready. I don't think um, like it, it, he cares about her too much to make her wait for a couple years. And then he could still have the same answer. So he loves her too much and wants the best for her. So I just don't, I don't know. I mean, that's up to them. Um, I would love it if they did get back together and if something changed, I, I don't really see it happening, but who am I to say anything? It's, it's their, it's them. It's their lives though. We come together every day, five days a week, and we are from all different walks of life, shapes, sizes, locations, but there is one thing we all have in common here, and that is we love reality TV. Come on, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't. I have to tell you, I am obsessed with being. Being is reality TV gold. Listen, Bing is an innovative new audio format like no other podcast you've ever heard. This season, it's Bing Trans. You're going to meet Chloe. You're going to meet Jeffrey, Mariana, and Cy. Over the course of six episodes, you get to be a fly on the wall. And I know you guys love that from their most intimate conversations. They're unscripted, raw, you're going to hear it all. You'll be right alongside them as they handle health, family, relationships, love, friendships, professional careers, and everything else that comes with living life as a transgender person in LA. With this podcast, you'll gain unique insights and an empathetic understanding of their personal experiences. From Lemonada Media's Being Studios, this is audio reality. This is being trans. Literally, think about it. We now have reality in the form of a podcast. You're just going to sit back and you're going to observe. It is so good, you guys. Being trans is out now wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> I get it. Like, if I met some guy who wanted children, like, I just don't want children either. Like, I, like Jason, I like to work 24 hours a day, basically. Like, I have a great life. But yeah. as a viewer, you're like, oh, you have money, like you could just, I mean, Chriselle will be a hands-on mom. I mean, I know that sounds awful. Like, can't it just, can't you just have a child with her? Like it'll all work out. I mean, you know, I, I have the conversations with him too, because he, I think he and I are very similar on that. Like where I've done it and I've had it in, and, and I'm terrified too. Like, I'm like, I don't know what that life looks like. I like the life I have. And I don't know if I want to go back to that because it was very difficult for me. Rationally, I know that it would be different because I could have a nanny. I could have all this help. I got, I, there are resources now. I'm not going to be like struggling to put food on a table. So it would be different, but it's like those thoughts are still there. It's like, but what if I mess up everything that I have? What if I'm not ready for that? What if I don't want that life? And then it's, that's forever. It's not like a, a relationship where you're like, we tried. It's like, no, that's not the way it works. You're like you're in whether or not you like it or not you're in. So totally. um, I think it, it's just, it's a, such a big decision. So I, even though I tried to, to talk to him and, and give him like good advice, pushing him forward. I completely understand why he's saying this. Cause that's what I'm going through now too. I'm doing the embryo freezing and stuff. But I'm like, I don't know. I know I need to. I want to um, have a family with Romaine, but I'm like, oh, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> I I just get like free, like scared. So I get it. And like, it's not I'm like I'm, advice. I'm not sure I could take myself. <laughs> right. Like here I am. Like if it were me, I'd be like, oh my god, I do not want a child. But I'm like, Jason, just have the damn child. Come on. Yeah. I was like, and, we and can share one. 
<laughs> I even told Seriously. him if they do it, then we'll do it. So we can have kids together. And then that way, all of our lives are going to be kind of family focused together. We can do our vacations together. We can do this stuff. And so like our lives don't have to change that much, but, um, and he was like, okay, okay. And now look up and they just ruined that whole plan. And, and not saying like <laughs> money solves everything. And like, just cause you have money, like it's all, it all works out, but you, you know, what it I mean. helps. It doesn't solve yes. everything, but it definitely helps. It helps. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we, we did see you this season, like open up about that, you know, just more about, you know, the fact that, you know, cause I mean, you were on my show before. I always love when you're here. And like, I, I, I knew you had a child young. I didn't realize it was so young. You know what I mean? Like you were so young. I 16. Was wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought that was, you know, listen, that's the whole point of reality TV, right? Like we get to know you a little more. And I just, I know, I just, I didn't think I knew that you were 16. Where are you with this whole, cause we did see you have this conversation with Romaine too. Like, where are you, like you said, like with this whole, I mean, he's definitely in on like, he would have a baby today if you said yes. You know, I, I honestly, I don't think he would have one today because we're so busy. We both just understand it's not fair to a child to like go into it where we're like so like just like back to back to back schedule we would have to slow down a little bit um so that we can be present um and he also has made a point that he doesn't want he yes he wants a family yes he wants um kids but he doesn't want to do it with so like with me if if i if i'm just doing it for him like he doesn't want to force me into that. He's like, well, that, what good's that going to do? You're not going to be happy. You're not going to be enjoy it. It's going to cause issues. He, he'd rather just a happy life together than, than do that, which is a very mature and, and thoughtful way to look at it. But I also don't want to deny him of that experience. And so I, I think we're both just handling it and, and considering each other's feelings and, and it's going to work out. Um, I'm going to get myself on board with it and stop freaking out and and uh and I'm going through the process right now um for the for the embryo freezing so that option will always be there whenever we're ready who knows I was gonna it say you guys a couple years. this is why you guys are such a good married couple like you're worried about not depriving him of this he's worried about like I don't want you to do this if you don't want to like isn't yeah. that like how it's supposed to be <laughs> Yeah. I know people, people didn't believe we would make it, but we're still going strong. Season one, I don't think people thought you guys were going to make it so much. No. I know, but everybody loves Romaine now. How can you not? Everybody does love him. Let me tell you. Yeah. What, so when you, let's go back to you in this promotion of yours. So, you know, like you said, you know, no part of you thought, you know, I'm not going to take this, you know, you took it. What a great honor. You know, Jason doesn't want you to talk about the finances of it. Fine, let's move on. At what point did it settle in that like, wait, I am going to be Christine Quinn's boss? When I had to figure out that I have to talk to her and try to get her back on board. And then when I start finding stuff out, I'm like, oh my God, now I, I wanted out of it as much as I could. Now I'm the one like, I'm like directly at the center of it, trying to talk to her and trying to fix this disaster. And, and it's all almost on my shoulders because Jason's putting me in charge to try to fix the dynamic and, and keep everyone um, calm and getting along and, and for um, just 
moving forward. And so now I'm like, what did I just do? It was like, I don't even know how I'm going to get her. Uh, I just don't know. It, it's a lot. I, I don't think I succeeded on that one, obviously, but everybody else, it's good. But I, 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 you know, I give it my best. I'm not sure if anybody can do it. Is it good with everyone else? Like who's the most difficult oh, yeah. to manage other than Christine? No one. No, everybody, everybody is, is so not, everybody's so respectful. They, um, they're so just straightforward and, and a team player. And so I don't have issues with anybody else. Which is kind of almost unheard of. You know, you figure like a whole office, like, you know, there would be some like, well, I was here, you know, I think, you know, I know Maya left, but I think Jason said Maya was the first person. He, you know, there you yeah. think people would be like, wait, I thought I would have gotten that job. So that's pretty, that says a lot. Well, I mean, I think everybody, I, I don't know, at least to my face, everybody seems very, very supportive and positive and they listen. Obviously, they don't always like what, what I have to say if I try to pull people up on stuff, like, and try to, um, I don't ever mean to call them out, but I mean, just to try to motivate them. I mean, sometimes it's not, it's not what they want to hear, but I don't, I always apologize. I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to do this. I'm not trying to, but, but this is, this is a situation. I need you just to be aware that I need you to do this and that, whatever. So, um, so I'm always nice about it. So maybe that's why I get a better response from them. I mean, who knows? They might go cuss me out when they get home, but I don't know. Well, I haven't heard anything yet. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> Is there any part of you that, you know, likes being Christine's boss? Like, listen, bitch, I'm your boss. Or is it all just one big hassle? No, I don't really, I don't care. I don't need, my ego is not that big. I mean, I don't need that. I honestly just want peace in the office. I want, I want us all to work together. It's like, I mean, if we're there with each other, it's like, we need a good dynamic for everybody to be, um, successful and, and, and motivated. And, and instead of everybody focused on, on what's happening, what she say, what's good, like all this stuff. I'm like, this is not doing any good for the brokerage. So I'm just trying, that's my main focus. I don't care about being her boss besides I guess if she's out of line, at least now I have the like more of a, of a say, but not like she listens anyway, but more of a say, like, and being like, no, you need to suffer. You need to leave before I wouldn't have that ability to do that. So if I guess it's kind of nice, if she just like does something out of control, I'm like, leave the office now. Um, so I can try to remove, um, chaos from, from our situation. Well, I thought, you know, when Christine said, you know, this whole thing about like, you know, I guess, you know, Chriselle's getting these listings because she's fucking the boss. I thought that was almost as kind of like the worst thing you could possibly do. But now we have this new situation where, you know, we find out that she has offered $5,000 to one of Emma's clients to not work with Emma and to work with her. Yeah. It is completely unethical. Um, it's embarrassing from um, from a broker standpoint um, that one of our agents would do that to another agent within our company. Do, let look to anybody else. I mean, 
we, and this goes out. It's not like we can keep it in house. Like, and it's like, okay, we're going to deal with this privately. And you're like, this is going to happen. And the world knows about this now. So, I mean, it is, uh, it's, it's just a situation that I'm disgusted by. And, and the fact that she doesn't even think that she needs to respond to or, or answer any questions. And she's like, sorry, like, whatever. I'm like, uh, I, I'm, I'm just baffled. I really am. So how much uh, will go on? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, I get everyone will have to see if, um, hopefully the season will, will do really well. So we'll get more seasons in the future and, and people can see what happens, but I mean, she's kind of digging her own grave at this point and we're all trying. I mean, I go, I'm trying to get her back on board. I'm trying to reel her in, but. It does end on this, you know, it ends on a bunch of cliffhangers. It ends on a cliffhanger. You know, listen, at one point you were considering how, where's everyone going to sit, you know, and we make a reference to the fact that maybe Vanessa wasn't doing as well and Davina, well, now Maya's left. We have Chriselle ending with saying like, I don't know if I could work with someone I broke up with. Chriselle's not yeah. going anywhere. We, but we, we have, we have a, let me tell you. And Netflix is committed and this show is coming back for other seasons. So let's just get that out of the way too. Yeah. But like, I'm just, but yes. I hope we, so. I mean, I would, I, it I'm, is. Enjoying, I'm enjoying doing it. It's been a great opportunity. So I sure hope so. But I mean, we do have this, I mean, so we have this cliffhanger, you know, listen, Christine doesn't show up for the meeting. So we now we don't know if Jason's going to fire her, but even just staying in this season, it's like, why hasn't he fired her yet? Like, what is it going to take for Jason to fire her? I mean, I think he's trying to be super fair. He had, I think he had really high hopes for her in the beginning because she, um, you know, she is a big personality. She is smart, but she just, if she could just focus her energy on business instead of drama, she would do great. But we can't control her. She's her own person and, and she, she's going to do what she wants to do. And I, I don't know. I, I wish she would have channeled all that energy into business instead but does jason not fire her at least to this point you think is it like listen i think from what i've seen like jason is very loyal like he i think he's like or is it or is she just like a super agent you know like we don't know who's closing the most deals i mean i know you close I'll, probably you but you know he says, had a he's, great- a very, he's a loyal guy and he doesn't like to um cut people off unless he feels he's given them every single chance um, but you know, I, I, I can't say anymore. No, because we don't really want to know what happens. Cause we're not going to do any spoilers, but if it were you and you were Jason's like, listen, Mary, I want no part of this. I am way too busy. I gave you the damn job. Do, do the job, Mary, and leave me out of it. Would you fire her if it was just a hundred percent on your shoulders? Yes. And I'm that glad. you would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for many reasons. Um, and not all of them are, are on the show. Um, some things have been edited out, but yeah, for many reasons I, I would have, but it's not my brokerage. Are the things that have been edited out worse than some of the things we've already seen? 
Um, there, it's just, it's just a lot of similar stuff like that where, I mean, there's, yeah, there's, there's stuff that's being done, but I, I just, I believe in if, if, if she had put, if she were like a top producer, you can get away with a lot more. Um, and, and you're like, yeah, like this guy's a dick, this guy, or she's like crazy or whatever, but I mean, they're bringing in this much money. So, um, be like, you kind of put up with people because of it. There's, it's, there's all drama, all like problems and nothing to, to balance it out to, to, um, make a reason why we should be dealing with this besides, I don't know why Jason's loyalty and I, and I don't know. So Christine is not the top producer in the office. No, um, no, she's not. So, you know, you say like. <laughs> no, but I mean, a lot of people are doing really well. I mean, I've, uh, I mean, I'm, I've always been like one of the top ones. Chriselle and Emma are doing amazing. Like they are kicking ass. Um, I would say, I would say Chriselle and Emma are, are really, they're, they're probably two of the top ones right now. Emma had a good season with that Micah. Let me tell you. (laughs) I'm like, okay, wait, there's some more eye candy behind door number two over here. Right? That ain't so bad. (laughs) Do you think that Christine has changed because of the show? I don't, I honestly don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, I, I, I think probably, I think it takes your, whatever your, um, your worst quality maybe. And it, and it, um, exasperates like that. It, it like, it, so if you're insecure, if you're narciss- uh, uh, narcissistic, if you're whatever, like, um, whatever it is, like, I think like all the, the stuff going on, it just elevates it. And so I think, I, I really don't know. That, that's a confusing one to me because um, I really I knew her before, and and there were small things, those traits, and stuff. there were certain things I saw. But I just she was so nice and stuff at the time that I'm like, I mean, she was kind of more real and and stuff. And so I didn't. I looked past a lot of some of the other things, and and there was enough good that I looked past the other stuff. And um, now I just like I. I don't recognize her. I don't know. Um, but it, that's fine. I mean, everyone changes. Everyone um, has a right to be the, to mold into someone different. And if they're happy, that's all that matters. Doesn't mean we have to be friends. Doesn't mean that everyone's going to get along if, if you change like that. And, and um, but I just, I want the best for her. And I, I want, her and her family to be happy I just like we're just no longer compatible as friends do you think you guys would still be friends if it wasn't for the show I don't know um I I would hope so I I really don't know what the change was if it was the show if it was a um a combination of things um getting money and like from her marriage and I, cause money changes people, fame changes people. I don't know if it's a combination if it's one or the other or what I, I really, I, I have no idea, but 
I would like to think we would be. Yeah, no, I mean, I think you're right. I think money changes people. And I do listen from what I do for a living. Like I see people, you know, like, you know, you're back two years later, I can say, I mean, two seasons later, I mean, you're the same person to me. I mean, I know we're not having coffee every day, but I, I can tell, I, I do think fame changes a lot of people. If you have that there, like you said, if there's yeah. certain qualities, they just get exacerbated by like a thousand. And then you're like, you're not the same person I spoke to like six yeah. months ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> and like, I get it. Like, but it's just like interesting to observe. So, yeah. Would you fire, and I'm good. This is my last question about Christine. Yeah. Would you fire Christine from the show? Would I? I don't know about that. I mean, She's good for the show, but I mean, but the the thing is, I guess in my opinion, I, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this, but um, in my opinion, I know she's entertaining and good for the show, but um, but she's also taking away from the whole vision and the whole message that we were trying to send out, which is like, you can women can be boss bitches. You can be in, uh, do whatever you want. You can support each other, lift each other up. You can, we can have it all and we can be happy for people. You don't have to tear each other apart and be like jealous and vindictive and stuff like to make yourself feel better because you see that so much on social media. You see it all the time. You don't have to do that. Um, so that was most of the girls and us that, that was our, our, what we the message we really wanted to send out because we do have a very unique group where we really do care about we help each other out if one of us is on vacation or we're sick we'll go cover for them it's like we don't get anything from it it's not our clients it's not our our stuff but we we want to help each other we're proud of each other for for um our successes and so i think i think the drama that she brings because she wants to be like um a character of some sort takes away from an important message that we want to get out there. And so it's kind of sad, but I, I, I get it. I mean, people like drama and she's a very entertaining, but um, it, it causes problems personally for me and, and everybody else. And, and also the message that is good for the world um, is being kind of squashed. So I don't know how I feel. I don't know what I would do. It's so funny though, because I never really thought of that, but I really think that's a good point. Honestly, I never really thought about that because that is really the message. Like if you do take her out of it, it is women empowerment and you do all have no drama at all whatsoever. I mean, Chelsea is a huge personality too. And she's like over the top, but she, she's not, I don't think she would be one to, to try to, do things um, hateful and vindictive to people and try to um, personally attack people. I think, I think she would continue to women support women and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think, I think the show could probably survive without Christine, Um, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, it's not, thankfully it's not my decision. No, that that one is not your decision. A it lot is of not, and I don't want that to be 
my decision. <laughs> a lot of other things are your decision. Is there a part of like the real estate business like you haven't done that like you still want to do, you know, like new developments or, you know, like it seems like you're getting into like your some more flipping with Romaine, like yeah. you put down that more, more investment properties. Um, I want to do more investments. Um, of course, always, I just always want to keep doing um, higher priced homes. I mean, more money. <laughs> so, and it's just, it's fun. Like, so to see all these elaborate homes. And so it's, it's fun. So I want to just keep, you know, um, having my price point going up and up. And, and I'm also working with a client on development on a big project, um, like a, a apartment building, like a couple hundred um, unit apartment building. And mm-hmm. so we'll see how that goes looking for land for him now and, and plans, permits and everything. So that'll be a really big project. Um, we'll see. Yeah. But it's, it's fun to branch out and try new things. Do you ever get tired of like, I mean, I don't as a viewer, like the real estate porn, like you go into these houses, like, have you seen it all? Does anything shock you now? I mean, like we've seen like everything, like some of these homes are just so, elaborate in like the best way possible um I think when I went into the one um about a month ago it's the the house that was originally 500 million and then it was reduced down to 300 and then it went to auction so they brought us in to look at it and and try to see if we have any clients that could put it bids in there was a couple days left and so I went and looked at that 100,000 square feet um I, I think I've seen it all now Wow. Yeah. What about the fact, like, listen, you've gone to like a lot of awards, like Selling Sunset has been nominated. Like, I mean, you're, you've been on red carpets, like that's gotta be a fun part of the business. It is. Yeah. That is, that is a lot of fun. Um, I, I enjoy that a lot. It's something that you can never imagine doing just as like, you know, just a normal person like we were before. And then now we get to do this and it's like, this is surreal. Um, uh, I think I enjoy all that part because I, I can prep myself for that. So people looking, people like taking pictures, doing stuff. I'm, I know what I'm walking into and it's fun. What I think I don't, I am still working on is if I'm out in public and, and like I'm at dinner where like we went to Coachella and I'm sitting there and there's people just like staring for very long extended periods of time like very very long and just standing there staring I'm like you guys are getting like all awkward and like self-conscious I'm like this is weird if they just come up they're like hey can I have a picture I'm like yeah of course but just to have so many eyes just staring at us because when we go in a group it gets way worse too um because it was Jason Brett Amanda me and Romaine and so we're all together so it's gonna draw attention um but it's I, I realize like if I'm just out like and I'm not prepared for it, I think I'm just gonna go have fun. And then um and there's like so many people just like I I just I'm I'm not used to it yet. So I I'm working <laughs> on that. <laughs> and then if like people's phones go off and they're pretending to text and you're like, wait, oh a yeah, second. and it, you see them they're like they're like like doing this thing and and I'm like it's not oh, even a picture. You're like, right. Like you're like, you are literally taking a video of me. I, I was out one night. We don't even need to get into with who, but with two friends. And it was like, 
this girl was like, you realize like that woman in the corner was like, I'm like, oh my God, yes, she has been filming you for about 45 minutes. That is correct. But like, it, like not uh, I, I didn't notice you say, it. Everything you do, it's like, it's like, wow, you, if you go out, you have to, like, you can't have a private conversation because you really don't know. And, and you could be like throwing someone else's business, like to the public. If you're just like talking about something with a friend, about a friend, then you just like, it's like, just told all their business because someone's videoing or t- uh, so it's 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 been a learning experience <laughs> yeah like the other day I was in an uber and I was like having a conversation about someone I'm friends with on a reality tv show and I'm like you know what like I do not know who this uber driver is and this is so like the things I am saying are so just like I should not be, you know, I mean, it was, I was talking to the person, but I was like, yeah. oh my God, like. You have to be careful yeah. though, because sometimes they even have the the cameras in there and the Ubers, like in the SUVs and then um, like videoing you and then, um, or no, not in SUVs, but in the other ones, they have the, the cameras in there sometimes. And then, yeah, but they can listen to everything. So it's almost like you have to talk in code, like even even in like an Uber and not say anything. You're like broken sentences, no names. Like, <laughs> do you get starstruck? Like when you go to these like red carpets, like have you set, met anyone or just seen anyone where like maybe you're not staring for as long as these other people are staring at you, but where you're just like, oh my God, that's so-and-so and I'm totally starstruck. Uh, well, you know what? I actually did something and, and I, um, where were we? We were at... People's Choice Awards or Critics' Choice Awards, something, I forget which one. Um, we were there and I could have sworn that I knew this girl. And I was like, oh, where do I know her from? I know I know her. And, and she was beautiful and, and I was convinced it was someone that I met. No. So finally, I see her with her castmates and it's the girl from Outer Banks um, with the blonde hair. I don't even know her name, but I was like, oh my god I love that show I just watched it no wonder and then once I saw her with the other people I'm like how could I not put that together and so we went to the after party and they were standing right there and and I just went up to her and I normally don't but I'm like I know how that feels like if you if you're like I was like staring at her she's probably like she's quite staring at me and and because I was like who is she and um so I went up to I was like I'm so sorry I love you your show and I'm so sorry for staring at you I swore I'd met you or you were like an old friend or something and I tried to put it together I realized no I just love your show and I, I just binged the whole season so you were fresh in my mind I'm sorry about that and she's like oh my god you're so funny and so um like we were just talking for a few minutes but I had to throw myself I had to tell her because I'm like I'm not going to be that person anymore oh my like, god. no <laughs> way go up. has anyone come up to you ever where they're just like you know, oh my God, it's you, it's Mary. And it's like someone famous where we're just like, we'd be shocked of like, you know, like, oh, a Brad Pitt is like a huge fan of Selling Sunset. Uh, Right, like I'm just, you know, I'm just using that as an example where you're like, you want Selling Sunset? There was one person, because I love the show. um, um, No, typical. (laughs) Wait, I just forgot the name of it. I love the show. Um, what show is like what what channel is it on it's on um netflix where everything else is on showtime uh it's no stars it's on stars 
is it uh, Jamie and Claire are the characters on it, but Sam Hugan is the is the um, actor on it. I didn't know what his real name was. I was just like, I watched this binge, the show, and I was like, oh my God, I, this is epic. It's like a woman's version of, of um, Game of Thrones. Ooh, or I like that. That's what I would compare it to. It's so good. And, and I did some story on it and I was like, oh my God, this is, if you guys haven't watched, um, what is the name of it? I'm going to have to Google it now, too. Outlander. Outlander. Oh, yeah. Okay, of course. You know it? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, I, I've, um, I've, okay. I've never seen it, but I know what it is. And everyone, yes, everyone is obsessed with it. I know. So good. So good. Everyone loves and it. I was doing a story and I was like, um, I did something. Apparently he saw it because I, I just did something. I did a story. I was crying because some scene just happened. I was like, it's so good. You guys have to watch the show. And, and I said, but like, I think maybe this is why hashtag like outlander obsessed or something like that. He ended up DMing me after he's like, Oh my God, no way you watch it. He's like, that's so cool. I just watched your show too. And I was like, <gasps> I was like, babe, babe. It remains like laying next to me in bed. I was like, you won't believe who just DM me. I was like, oh my God. He's like, take it easy. Uh, you need to settle down just a little bit. And I was like, no, I just, that's so cool. Cause I, I just love the show. I got, the, I got the best husband. I wasn't thinking anything. He's you could have, he is, he is good looking. Yeah. <laughs> and before, as we wrap up, like, you know, here we are in season five. I know you're not sure about the next season, but it's, it's happening. Let, let me tell you, like, yeah why do you, what is it? Like, why is this show? Look, we had season one, it was, you know, whatever. Season two was the, and now it's ex, just, it's exploded. It's a huge bona fide. People are obsessed. I am obsessed. I do not say I'm obsessed with every show and every <laughs> guest that I have on here because I am not, but like, it is just a brilliant. So like, what is it? Why do people love this show? I don't know. I mean, I think it just has something for everyone really like where there's like it's it's beautiful real estate it's like real estate porn it's like fashion it's drama it's relationships it's friendships um LA people love LA and it's just beautiful the cinematography is amazing um I think that just all the uh, they just do it really really well where it's quick it's fast it's like they keep things moving along I don't like that part so much because we film way more and it all gets edited out and we're like did I really spend that much time filming and like all these scenes were cut but I mean they narrow it down to all the most um to the best parts it tells the story of what happened where everyone can follow along and and I think I don't know it's just we're lucky I didn't it's a team effort, I guess, between production and all of us and, and such a good team and the, where we live. It's listen, <sighs> I appreciate you taking another hour out of your life to talk to me. You need to come back next season again. Absolutely. Is there anything else you want to say before we go? And then I also want you to let people know where they can find you in case they need to buy or sell a house in LA. Let, yeah. Let's get some business out of this. Come on. Yeah, this is what right? really matters. Um, yeah, so I'm the Mary Fitzgerald on Instagram, TikTok, I think, I mean, I'm not sure if people even use Facebook anymore, but, but on Facebook, I think, but, um, and I think on Twitter too, I think. 
I'll like share it with I'm not everyone. I'm very good on Twitter. But it's, it's all about the gram. On Twitter. I'm like, I, I can't do Twitter too much because there's just, there's a lot of just. I agree. So I just stay back. It's all about the gram as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm on there a lot. I'll like share it with everyone, but honestly, come back next season. I appreciate this. It is a brilliant season. I will be spreading the word and say hi to Romaine, say hi to everyone else. And I really appreciate your time. I will. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.